Blog Talk Radio. The Live with Bell Salisbury Radio Show is starting right now. With psychic medium, Bell Salisbury and Gina Wedley. Taking your calls for one question readings. Join us in our chat room and share your thoughts. And now, your hosts, Bell Salisbury and Gina Wedley. Hey, happy Friday evening, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to us tonight. We've got a really cool show planned. You know, every once in a month, I think it is, we, we do a roundtable discussion. And, um, and we thought, what a cool discussion, because a lot of people have been commenting about opening up to spirit communication, and they actually think they're crazy. And so I thought it's important, then this is a topic we need to talk about. And I also titled the show Spirit Communication, Opening to Spirit Communication and Its Side Effects. Because there are side effects, aren't there? Mm-hmm. There, there oh, yeah. are side effects. So um, this is going to be our topic tonight, but um, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Bell Salisbury. For those of you that are listening for the first time to the show, I am a, a psychic medium and a spiritual counselor, and as a psychic, I'm able to see things that are going on around you at the present time as well as past events and possible future outcome. In addition, I am the owner and creator of Bella's Free Magazine, which is a free online magazine that brings knowledge and inspiration to those who are seeking spiritual guidance and education. And you can learn more about our magazine at bellaspree.com. And that's spelled B-E. I'm hearing myself. I'm open to spirit communication. The magazine can be found at B-E-L-L-E-S-P-R-I-T.com. And you can also learn more about me on my website at bellsalsbury.com. You can also like me, if you will, I hope you do, on my fan page on Facebook at Bell Salisbury Psychic Medium. And now joining me tonight are um, three of the very most awesome panel individuals I could find. Uh, I have a long list of friendships, don't I? Sorry about that. See, Spirit keeps trying to communicate. Hang on, Spirit, we'll get to you. So joining me tonight is psychic medium and healer, Bonnie Jean. Bonnie, welcome to the panel. Oh, well, thank you for having me here, and a big warm hug to our audience tonight. Yeah, and um, your website? It is www.psychichealerbonniejean.com. Awesome. Thanks so much. And I'm going to offer for any of the listeners here, um, you know, they can feel free to also listen to our show on Tuesday nights, The Empowerment Zone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every, is it Tuesday night? Wednesday night. Oh, Wednesday night. Oh, my gosh. I'm already in channel mode. I'm sorry. Hang on for the ride. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Is this any inclination to how this show is going to (laughs) go? Oh, move out Mercury. Yeah, buddy. Almost. 11th of June, guys. <laughs> um, also joining me tonight is psychic medium Christina Nelson. Christina, welcome to the panel. Thank you. It's an honor to be here with you on this prestigious panel. Yay. And Christina, your website? Yes, www.christinanelsonmedium.com. Thank you. And finally, we have Solana Sherry, the most awesome paranormal killer or ghost hunter person there is. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to come here and, and yeah. do these roundtables with you. I really so, you know, Solana and, and Christina are, um, are paranormal investigators, and um, they're not afraid to tackle the nasties. The Nest. Yes. And so, Solana, what is your website, my dear? It is solana.yolasite.com. Yolasite. Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E. That's it. Dot com. 
Solana. So thank you guys so much for joining us. And as I said, this is a very um, interesting topic, and and we don't want to scare people. This is not what this subject is about. But you do have to be so very careful when you are opening to spirit. And we're in a time now, ladies, where um, that's happening more and more automatically, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it is, you know, I don't know if it's because there's just so many people. I mean, it's like, you know, of course, you and I both have schools where we teach others, you know, to uh, empower themselves to their own abilities. And so um, there are, it seems, you know, more people that are just, you know, um, jumping into it for the first time, even though they may be in their 30s, 40s, 50s years old. Um, and it's a whole new world. I mean, it really, it's not just that, hey, you know, I get to be psychic and I get to tap into stuff. Um, because really, when you open yourself up to that spirit communication, um, you are opening yourself up to the universal energies, other dimensions, other beings. Um, there's a, other entities. There's there's a whole other world out there that you were, you've not been told about. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. And and there's dangers in um, dabbling, mm-hmm. and and that's one of the things that I always discourage anyone from doing. It doesn't mean that we don't ever want you to to practice. But do so under the protection and the instruction of a mentor. Yeah, Belle, could I share a story about that? Please do. Okay, I um I I was a natural born psychic. And a little background here, and my mom started training me when I was six. Um, later on uh, in my years, I bought a cross. And I had the cross blessed at a Catholic church when I realized I was fully going to become a medium and I was going to see both the angels and the the demons. I was going to walk seeing this. I went and I had my cross blessed. So I have an item that I wear. Well, one day I was doing readings, and I'm reading a deceased loved one, and then all of a sudden, because I'm a channel, I had a being step inside of me, and I started channeling it, and the woman said, oh, my God, that's absolutely no one I know. And the hair, and she, we immediately shut the door, and my cross flew around to the back of my neck. Whenever my cross does that, I always know that I'm being project protected, and that spirit was projected out of my space. Now, one of the things that can happen as we're opening, um, we we can seem like we're flighty, but we're really just allowing a spirit to either hijack or use us, and we need to have protective tools so that our body stays in alignment with the light because that cross, that was a poltergeist activity, but it flew behind my neck and ejected that spirit. So having good tools as we're opening up that, you know, items that are blessings can definitely be helpful. Yeah, and and but but I'm going to I don't know. I'm I'm going to I'm going to disagree a little bit. Okay. Um and that's what our panel is about. You know, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm trying to say this in in a in a fair way. I'm sort of against the use of tools, although I do use tools on occasion. But I think that we don't necessarily have to have a tool for protection. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's something that we just know is there. Although when um, when I teach. Uh, my classes, I teach a protection ritual, and uh-huh. I give them a verbiage of this is what I do, this is what works for me. I imagine the white light coming in from the top of my head, flowing through my body and filling me up like a cup. And when I'm full, it overflows from my heart and surrounds me like an egg. That's a right. visual to give people the concept of this is what happens when we're protecting ourselves. But you don't have to do that ritual every time because once you've done it enough, 
You just know it's there. There. You know, but I'm going to say this much, you know, it's all about tapping into the energy of either the church or the teacher, and you're a reverend, so they're receiving a blessing when they work with you and a tool, you know, so so you are giving them a spiritual tool. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, because I think it's important for those that are starting out to have confidence, and and they don't. That's one of the biggest thing for anyone coming into their um, own abilities is that they have confidence, and so that's why I think tools are out there. I mean, I have videos that you know will help you empower yourself to your chakras and get you in that energy of stepping into your knowing. And then, like Belle said, it's it's not something that we just do every now and again. The energy that I live in, which is you know constantly flowing and going. I have to stay protected all the time. I, I can't rely on a tool. Mm-hmm. I have exactly. to rely on myself. I tell my students that they are their biggest tool. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's we ha- have to be ready. We have to be ready 24-7. Yeah. 24/7. So, and so a tool um, can be helpful, say, when we're starting out, you know, when we're just learning. Because, Bonnie, I know you don't use tools at all. No. <laughs> No, but you know what? Um, there's, I know that from my training, there's stepping stones. My mom never taught me to use a tool other than my mind and my faith. But I know that sometimes even myself, um, and I've been, you know, in situations where, like our 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 two um, panelists here, um, excuse me, but just like our panelists, where I've been in situations where I fought negativity because I bless this this necklace, I know that mm-hmm. it's always protecting me. It's just a symbology, but I can go without it and it would still be there, you know. So I really don't, but sometimes we need security blankets, something that is a, a trigger for us to know, and sometimes it's stepping stones. So and for me, the necklace, you know, when, will be a symbology. It's a, when it flies behind my neck, I, and it does it on occasion, it will fly by itself around my neck. And I know that there's something going on that God's got my back, you know. Absolutely. And that's your security. Yeah. I, I, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, see, now, and I wear... Um, a necklace. I actually have worn it for years, and what it is is a moldavite, which mm. is a, a gemstone. It's it's not really a gemstone. It's a piece of um, uh, meteorite that fell from the universe uh, millions of years ago, and they've been unearthing them in Brazil, and so it looks like a chunk of green plastic to me but um, it resonates at an extremely high vibrational rate. And they say that a lot of people can't wear this stone or be around this stone because it causes them headaches. And, and it's because they're not used to that high frequency. And, sure, but, I have one. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but my Moldavite, I, you know, I sleep on it. I, wear, I never take it off. I shower. It gets in the tub with me. You know, we mm-hmm. take a bath mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, but I use it. But you know what's interesting? You're talking about tools. And, and things that you do when you're ready to do spirit communication. Um, you know, I have long hair, but what's funny is, you know, I wear my hair down, but if I'm doing spiritual work, if I'm working with readings or spirit, I have to have my hair up in a ponytail. That's almost like the clue to spirit that I'm open now and ready for communication, but when my hair is down, they know I'm done. Mm-hmm. Is that funny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is that is so important because spirits will line up to talk to you and you've got to have some way that says door closed, I'm done, or you'll go crazy. Have any of you, did any of you when you were first learning, like it would just be like, I got to the point where I was so exhausted because they would say, call this person, do this, talk to this one. I would sit down and take a break and an angel would be going, oh, no, you can't wait. You've got to look at this. Then I just got exhausted and I had to find boundaries. 
Yeah, you have to have fine boundaries. You can't be yeah. on all the time. Yeah. Um, no, you, know, you have to have you ha- you have a life. You have children. You have a husband. You have a work. You have a whatever you have. You you have a life. You can't just constantly be on with spirit. That's why you have to learn your discernment. Know what spirits are coming around you. Because I have someone who I was working with recently, and she thought that they were good because they you know they said that they were helping her. But they weren't good. They were exhausting her. They were calling her a B-I-T-C-H when she would eat too much or drink too I mean, it was got to be really, you know, just to be too much. Um, and so, yeah, we have to have that discernment and, that, and to let spirit know, you know, this is when I'm available and this is when I'm not. You know, this is my on, this is my off. Now, that's not to say that you're not going to get calls outside, you know, of people um, help, you know, asking for assistance and stuff. But even that... You have to delegate your time. You know, I have I have a life. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't be on twenty four seven. It doesn't happen like that. Mm-mm. No, I, I do the same. I have a watch, and when I'm on duty, I wear my watch. Um, I have a I'm a I have a watch. Uh, I'm a watch fanatic. So, but I know when I'm on duty, I wear my watch, and when I'm just chilling and I don't I'm off, I don't wear my watch, and it works for me. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and, they sneak in, even when I don't yeah that's true. And before I learned how to open for service and close for service, I, I couldn't even go to the mall back in the day when the malls was a real big thing to do. I could not go to the mall because the, the, the energy was so overwhelming that I, I would go into panic attacks, you know, because you had everybody's loved ones you know, coming at you going, oh, say, hey, could you could you tell Bo over here? Yeah. I said, you know, and, and you're like overwhelmed. Grocery stores, everything. So you have to be able to be in a place to where um, spirit knows when you're open and when you're not open for business. Mm-hmm. You know, Belle, that makes me think about one of the things that I went through um, is I'm a, I'm a natural empath, and I remember when I was going through the spontaneous kundalini, it got to the point where I could walk into a store and I could just walk up to the person who had stomach cancer, or I could walk up to the person that had a bad bulging disc, and I could feel their pain and move the energy, but just going into any place that was out of my safety zone I got hit by all of either these medical conditions or these mental or emotional issues and learning how to put a shield up before you go out and how to turn off the psychic switch. And folks, there really is a psychic switch. It can be ego to have it on all the time, but you'll fry yourself. You have to turn it off and just enjoy being human, you know, and if not, you're going to become a hermit, and that's especially true for empaths. You have to take classes where you learn how to ground out and how to turn it off, or else you will miss the whole purpose of being here, and you will feel like you do nothing but suffer. And and that's one of the biggest lessons that an empath needs to learn is how not to suffer, yeah, and not to hold on to it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's back up a little bit because you know we may have some new folks that are listening into the show. Um, Christina, mm-hmm. I'll get you to talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Please explain. Um, what's happening now with people opening up to their energies, to the energies of spirit communication? What's going on? Well, we'll start from the beginning. There's a lot of people that are waking up now. There's spirituality. Um, I believe we're in a spiritual revolution, and, and, and the, the, the teams upstairs, the angels and family members or whatever, are waking people up to find their spirituality. Now, now they're finding their spirituality. What are you going to do with it? Well, hmm, I'm not sure. Well, a lot of these people that are becoming uh, psychic mediums are not sure um, how to go about it, so they don't take the proper channels. Um, you know, there's a lot of very important steps that we have to do to protect ourselves, our family, our, our loved ones around us as well, because you can't just open yourself up because there are tricksters out there. There are lower energies that want to grab onto us um, since we're opening ourselves up as psychic mediums and that are going to grab onto us, and we need to know and decipher the difference between the two, right? You guys agree with me there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
so now we got these new psychic mediums that are coming up, and they're 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 like, okay, so uh, what do I do? Well, let me tell you, you need to take the proper classes. That you need to talk to to seasoned psychic mediums that have reputations, such as Bell and and others, and Solana and others, you know, that are out there. Talk to them, ask questions, and Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, Bonnie, exactly. Asked a lot of questions, and myself, I guess. But um, I, 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 it took me a lot of years to get where I'm at today, and I'm still not done. You know, we're always learning and studying. Meditation is very important the commun- to learn that communication with our with our um, our guides. We need to know who our guides are, uh, our team upstairs. And so there's so many things that we need to do to, to practice and utilize our gifts so that we can decipher between the, the tricksters and the real thing. Um, and we need to know, is it our subconscious that's talking to us or is it actually the angel? So there's those, all these different kinds of things we need to learn. It's not something you can just wake up and say, I'm a psychic medium. You don't wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm, 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 a, I'm a jock. I'm out there and I'm going to run track and win, all the, the, win every single one of the track meets. That's not how it works. You've got to work and practice and, and exercise and, and really get out there and, and become a team member before you're allowed to be able to run with the team and start winning, you know, um, um, the track meets. That's how it is with us. We're constantly exercising our abilities, utilizing it, working it, and learning, learning, learning. Go to take classes. Classes are important. Mm-hmm. You know, Solana has an amazing school. I know you do too, Bill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just, that's, you know, I'm, I can ramble on for hours, but that's kind of how it starts. Okay? And, and let me just kind of... Just briefly explain when, when you know, because we don't want people to be afraid to open up to spirit. But here's how you tell the difference. Our self-talk is usually mind chatter, mm-hmm. and that can be very critical. You know, we tend to be real hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. What do you think you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, that's our self-talk. Mm-hmm. When we are communicating with higher beings, and I'm talking about the angels, our spirit guides, um, our master teachers and so forth, mm-hmm. these beings, A, will never tell you what to do because they will not take away our free will. Mm-hmm. They will provide guidance. They will provide direction. But they will not say, once you go out there and hit that man over the head, see mm-hmm. what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to tell you what to do. And they always speak to you with the highest love. It's always about loving, kindness, it's, an, it's a, an energy that is so peaceful. That's how you know you're communicating with loved ones or with um, uh, higher beings, okay? When you're connecting with lower level energies, those are the ones that tend to speak rather ugly. Mm-hmm. Like and, if you eat too much, you're a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at you, mm-hmm. you sow. You know, it, they, they, it's just a, a joke, guys. Please don't. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, um, lower level beings will not come to you from a place of highest love, mm-hmm. whereas your spirit guides, your angels, and um, and even communicating with departed loved ones, you know they're going to come to you with the highest love. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now I will add this regarding communication with loved ones: if your, let's say, father, if your father comes through, and he was a jerk. He's going to be a jerk when he comes through only long enough to get you to acknowledge and recognize that that is your father. Validation, absolutely. Exactly. And once that's validated, then his soul self comes through. Mm -hmm. And then his energy will be that of a a more peaceful presence. But he has to come through in the way in which you would know him first in order for you to acknowledge that's my dad. Like Mm -hmm. I I did a... um, a reading for a girl one time and her father came through and I was describing him to her and talking about the basketball games they went to and there was a lot of validations that came through and at the end of the reading she said is there anything else that my dad has to share and I said well I'll ask and so I asked her father was there one last thing that he would like to share and guys I kid you not that man dropped his pants and mooned me <laughs> And I was like, what? And she goes, what'd he do? And I said, well, he he mooned me. And she goes, that's my dad. <laughs> right? She needed that in order to validate, without a doubt, that that was her father. Exactly. You know, Belle, and that right there is one of the side effects, is dealing with people saying, oh, my God, you're right. 
you know, when you open up to spirit communication is is suddenly you're getting people that are going, how do you know that? And you're going to have to deal with with changing and evolving and being humble rather than maybe being cocky, you know. Um, because, steps in. That's what yeah. steps in. And then people get a little too full of themselves. And yeah. if you me, spirit will pull away, especially the higher energies. They will pull away from you quicker than anything. Yep, and you wonder. I get people that will call me and say, well, I had these superhuman powers, and then they they all left me, and I, I just don't feel right. And it's, well, honey, you misused them. On some level, you couldn't handle them, and, and the, they, for your betterment, they had to step back. So staying very humble with, with spirit knowledge is, is something that is, I guess, a side effect that people need to not fall into the ego trap. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest thing, too, for the side effect issue is that, you know, a lot of us are, you know, especially those at the beginning or even those that have been doing it for a long time are what we term the wounded healers, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't have their life straightened out. They don't have, you know, any stability in their world. They don't have, you know, it's not, they're, they're not a good reflection. Uh, if you were to look at their, their personal life, you know, and see what kind of, you know, things that they're going through. Um, but yet they're going to try and tell you how to fix everything in your world. You know, and, and, you know, we got to get away from those. You know, you really, you know, in order to operate in any kind of balance to help and assist others, mm-hmm. you have to have balance in your own world. You know, and another mm-hmm. side effect can be people who, you know, just, you know, have to hang on to everything. And, you know, it can start, you know, getting to the distraction point um, where, you know, and we're reading that they did yesterday. You know, they just, they can't forget about it. You know, that energy just stays with them. They don't, you know, they don't uh, understand completely how to turn off you know, that commun- that connection to whoever they were connected to. And so the side effect lingers the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't, it's just like with you get anger. You know, if you don't let go of that anger, you're going to carry it on to the next day. And, and the same thing goes with this. But you're, if you're a wounded healer, you need to stop right now <laughs> and realize you've got to ba- balance out your own world. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot be someone who doesn't live a healthy world and not expect, you know, expect uh, other people to, you know, I mean, what are you going to do if they find out, you know? And it's not that, you know, you can't be a smoker, you can't indulge in food, you can't indulge in your world, experience your life and be a psychic. Mm-hmm. But it's someone who, you know, is unhealthy or, you know, I mean, I've, I've dealt with so many psychics that I just, I couldn't believe the state of their personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, where you they know, were wanting to stay indoors, you know, or I had, became murders. Uh, it was just crazy. I was doing a, a show in uh, Syracuse, a large psychic show, and um, there was a psychic sitting next to me, and I don't even know her name, but one of my regular clients came in and was coming in for a reading, and I suggested to her, I said, why don't you look around and select someone else to do your reading and uh, and get a different perspective, and she goes, oh, okay. So she went to the girl next to me. Now, here is a woman who, um, uh, she was doing tarot cards. And my client came back to me, and she was upset. And she goes, I don't know, Belle. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't, oh, I, I didn't like that reading. And I said, why? And she said, that lady told me that my husband was not my soulmate and that we were going to be ending our relationship and that I needed to step out and find my own power, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm looking at her and I'm going, you're kidding me. You are kidding me. This woman, her and her husband are like sweethearts from childhood. They had 10, count them, 10 adopted children that nobody wanted. These were all children that had disabilities, and they've adopted 10 of them in addition to their own. And so it it angered me, and so I sat on it for a little bit, and then when I had a lull and she had a lull, I went over and I sat down, and not that I ever tried to pry into someone's business without invitation, but to that woman, and I sat down and I said, can I talk to you for just a moment? And she was, sure. And I said, how long have you been divorced? And she said, two months. And I said, hurts like a bitch, doesn't it? And she goes, yeah, it does. And then I explained to her, I said, you know, while you're dealing with that pain, you probably shouldn't be doing love readings. 
mm-hmm. because that energy that you're experiencing is spilling over into your readings and your opinions are getting involved in your readings. And I didn't correct her. I didn't say anything to her about my client or anything like that, but just tried to be very kind and very loving in the way in which I, you know, corrected her, so to speak, and um, and kind of, you know, played on her level. Like, I know it hurts. You know, I've been there, been divorced before, you know, but while you're healing, maybe stay away from love readings. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. and, and, and the thing is, is, you know, when spirit gives you information, Listen to this, people. It is not yours to dissect. You must give it the way you get it. If it doesn't make sense to you, guess what? It's not supposed to make sense to you. (laughs) But it will make perfect sense to the client or to the person that you're giving the information to. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, so don't try to dissect it and don't try to understand it yourself because it ain't none of your business. You're simply the messenger. Exactly. And sometimes your experiences can definitely persuade the way you perceive. Yes. Um, and so your perspective, you know, is, is again, if you're not in a healthy, balanced place and, and able to use discernment between your own world, it's like when you're giving a reading, you may experience some kind of view or vision of, of something you experienced. Mm-hmm. And it's not for you to go and, you know, tell that person everything that you experienced, but just to be able to relate, you know, to that person on that other emotional level. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, but, if you're, if, but if you're not someone who is healthy, then you're going to see that, and it's just going to bring up all kinds of information for you, and you're going to spend 20 minutes talking about your life. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. you're not going to – it's absolutely. not about, about the reading anymore. Now it's about what you experience. About you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's there's not a, healthy. And there's a way, too. There's a technique that I've been taught. It's a visualization technique in which you make you, you visualize that you're neutral. And you really have to be neutral before you can go in and read. Um, that's so crucial, or we give bad information. And I know when I first started doing professional readings, um, it seemed like every second or third call, I would get somebody who was an exact reflection of what I was going through, and I would have to very much clear the energy to make sure that I was reading them and not myself. But I I remember when I first got going, I had that issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, neutral, I always I always put it like this, have no expectations. Exactly. If you have no expectations before you go into any reading or energy work, um, and then you're able to use your discernment better. You know, no expectations on self, sitter, or spirit. You know, you just allow yourself to receive the information. Because, again, it's not you. It's that spirit information coming through. It's interdimensional communication. Absolutely. You know, spin it how you want to. But, yeah, don't make it, you know, <laughs> no expectations. Well, we're going to take, right? take a quick break, mm-hmm. guys. Yes. And, uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the side effects of opening to spirit. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Reverend Bell Salisbury is an internationally recognized psychic medium known for her natural ability since childhood to bring through messages from the spirit world. As a medium, Bell demonstrates her abilities by attuning herself to a higher frequency, along with help from those in the spirit world to bring messages from your loved ones. Bell Salisbury is able to cross the bridge between two worlds that allows her to see and communicate with your departed loved ones, helping to bring closure, resolve, and healing. As a psychic, Bell Salisbury offers readings for those seeking guidance, addressing your questions and concerns around your daily life with clarity and truth. Readings are available in person or by phone or Skype. For more information or to schedule an appointment, please call 910-248-6350. That's 910-248-6350. Visit Bell's website at bellsalesbury.com to learn more about her services. Balance Free is a free online magazine featuring columnists who are experts in their field. 
Bella Spree Magazine covers topics about health and healing, spiritual growth, angels, inspiration, divination, and the paranormal. You can also receive guidance from our experts to your questions or follow your astrological and lunar forecast for the month ahead. Bella's Free Magazine is offered free online for your education and enjoyment at bellasfree.com. Bella's Free means beautiful spirit, and that represents each and every one of us. Their logo is the diamond because it represents the full soul quality. Like a diamond, each facet is unique, holding a beauty all its own. Each facet represents a different characteristic of who we are as individuals. And yet, when we look at the whole diamond, with its flaws and inclusions, we see the exquisiteness of the diamond in its entirety. The collective of the whole soul quality, demonstrating that even in its imperfections, it is still seen as beautiful. Bella's Free Magazine spreads love, truth, and awareness to the world, leading the diamond in the rough to healing and growing into the best diamond we are all meant to be. Visit Bella's Free at bellasfree.com. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-P-R-I-T dot com. And welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, we're doing our roundtable discussion tonight, and we're talking about opening up to spirit communication and its side effects. Now, um, just very quickly, we had a question in the chat room um, from Becca, and she says, do the panelists find that when the message is very personal for the person that they're doing a reading for, do we find that at the end of that reading we actually have no recollection of what we just said? I always always recollect. (laughs) I don't don't remember. I I cannot remember my reading. No, I, I'll get people that will come to me and say, Belle, you know, two weeks ago you were telling me da-da-da. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't remember either. I just had a client come today, and I've read her, you know, about every six months I read her. And I, I can't, for the life of me, remember any of the reading, personal or non-personal. You know, for me, I may not remember at the beginning, but it feels like, when I plug in, even then um, I'll start receiving downloads, and I'll go, oh, okay, this is familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but initially, I don't generally remember um, unless I'm really into the reading and I get the download. If we're doing a short reading and it's completely different topic, I probably will have no recollection because the information's not for me right and it's coming in so fast yeah you know yeah it's going good to keep up with you know spitting it out as quickly as it comes in Mm -hmm. so it doesn't have time to register in the conscious mind what's being said exactly you said it well that's you said better than i ever can say it (laughs) you know so it's it's coming in very quickly so you're basically a channel you know you're just receiving information and spitting it yeah i feel like a machine i feel so used (laughs) (laughs) but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I tell people, hey, don't hate the messenger here. I'm just, you know, I'm just telling it like I got it, you know. So, um, side effects. What are some of the side effects one might experience by being too open to spirit? Flightiness. Good one. Good one. Well, you know, and what people don't realize a lot is that a lot of times the energy, once they realize that someone is waking up and speak, um, they become that lighthouse, that beacon of light um, that starts shining from within. And so that attracts things that can come around, issues, energy. Um, and if it can't get to you because you're solid, you have discernment, you understand, um, it can work around the people that are around you. It can work through your loved ones, your friends, uh, people you don't know on the street that can just you know, all of a sudden give you a bad time. Um, Just like, you know, energy, uh, you know, moves through and around all the time. Um, So it's like you even have to use that 
discernment and use that, um, you know, clarifications that you can get for the people that are around you, mm-hmm. you know, because they may be used um, to, to try to distract you. Uh, and, you know, so you have to be careful. That is a side effect that people don't even want to acknowledge that can happen because they don't think that anything can interfere with their space once they're there, but it happens. And that's right. why we have to constantly, you know, clear and, and discern our energy. Yeah. And, and let's, let's give a little education, okay? When we talk about opening to spirit, here's what's happening. You're raising your vibration, because we are energy beings, we're electromagnetic beings, and so we're all about frequency, we're all about vibration. And you can sort of imagine us as as an antenna. And when our antenna is raised up to a certain height, we can reach more channels, so to speak. We can reach higher dimensions. If our antenna is down low, then we're not getting a good signal. Okay, so some people, when they begin opening up to to spirit communication, they raise up that antenna and put it in a locked position. That means they're open and on, and and Solana, you said it nicely, the lighthouse, you know, they got that beacon of light shooting out Mm -hmm. there, and it Mm -hmm. attracts spirit. Oh, look, light, follow that light, and Mm -hmm. they want to come and have some some chit-chat with you, Mm -hmm. okay, but... The problem is that if you are on, if your antenna is up all the time, it can be very draining of your energy. Even as seasoned psychics such as ourselves, we can only do spirit communication for so long and we're done. Right? We're done. Yeah. Because this would be the other job, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You can can only devote so much time a day. Um, But, you know, and again, especially for novelists, you know, people are just trying it and people just starting out and, you know, they they go all day. I mean, I I saw this one lady. She was just like, she started a page on Facebook and she was in there all day long, you know. And I'm like, how is she here all day long? You know, so I finally had to say something to her and she was just like, Oh, thank you, because I didn't know how to get out of this circle. She goes, the spirit just keep, you know, pushing me and moving me and mm-hmm. trying to get me to, you know, and it was draining her, you know. And well, so, spirit again, doesn't have that same concept of time that we do here on the earth realm. No. When time I see a begin, they go to it. Yeah, time <laughs> does not exist to them in the manner that we know time. Mm-hmm. And, and you also have to um, be very clear with spirit about the time available. Don't talk to me before 9 o'clock in the morning when I've had my first cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Or don't talk to me after 11 o'clock at night because I'm going to bed. And spirit will respect that. They will honor the times that you give them. Go ahead, Solana. No, I was going to say that another side effect is actually dreams. Uh-huh. Um, you know, because people who weren't even aware that they were dreaming before or didn't remember their dreams, all of a sudden start remembering their dreams and start, you know, trying to figure out what their dreams are trying to tell them also. Um, And dreams can be very sticky and tricky and, you know, very, very, very symbolic. And, you know, so it's another thing to, to, you know, try and get into dreams because dreams are another part of our abilities. You can get very prophetic dreams. So, you know, it's why it's important, again, um, to stay protected and grounded in, in your boundaries all the time, 24-7. It's not like a switch you, you know, turn off and on. You have to stay even when you're sleeping because these things can bother you even when you're sleeping. Well, see, yeah. what happens when you go to sleep at night, guys, is um, it's the body that needs to rest, not the soul. So when you lie down your head at night and you go to sleep, or during the day if you're a day sleeper, and you go to sleep, your soul leaves that body, a portion of your soul, okay, the higher portion of your soul leaves that body and travels into other realms. And that explains why we might have had a dream about a departed loved one, because the truth of the matter is you paid a visit on with them. Right. And, and or you travel into the past or you travel into the future or the present future. You know, a couple of days from now you travel or you travel into the far future, you know, to observe events. And that's what we call precognitive dreams where you, where you experience or see events that are yet to come. You know, so um, these are indeed psychic abilities. And it's, again, you know, you need to be able to, to set aside your boundaries 
as to what you're willing to experience and what you're not willing to experience, which is another side effect, Christina and Solana. You know, you guys put a focus out there on working with the lower level energies. That is not something that I do. You know, I in, in my home, we don't watch scary movies. We don't watch evil movies. You know, we don't allow any of that energy into our home, you know, to keep our home very positive and, and upbeat and, and, you know, uh, happy, happy, joy, joy. But you guys are warriors. Explain what you do. Oh, wow. I consider and the, the labels again because I've been, I've been about my life but a, a demon uh demonologist you know uh because i do um you know and again i work with i don't work with i transcend them and <laughs> send them back to god um because you know all the energies that are here everyone wants to again you want to say that you know because you keep your house you know free of all that stuff you don't watch scary movies and it still exists you know, it just does. because it, you it don't happens. have it doesn't it does. mean that your neighbor's not dealing with some poltergeist activity or exactly. some shadow guy or, exactly. you know, whatever. So it's like, and people just, you know, say, get it out of my space, you know, get, move away. But they're just sending it out to the neighbor's yard and to, to the neighbor's house. And so that's where we come in. You know, we'll go into an area. We're neighbors then. Oh, what? <laughs> Need more neighbors so you can send them away. <laughs> no, and, but, you know, again, I think that the reason that a lot more people aren't awake, because, you know, again, we're all born with these abilities. We should all be operating in this from birth, and we should know who we are, but we're not. That's just the energy play that's going on here. And that energy play is what's keeping ghosts and poltergeist activity and low energy, you know, just is, is being bombarded on this planet 24-7. And mm-hmm. um, they've moved into technology. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that are going on energetically. So when we go in, we find out which energetic thing is happening. And sometimes it's not a demon. Sometimes it's earthbound. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, the water heater. I mean, there's just all, you know, you have to, you know, again, use your discernment, investigate each situation, see what you're dealing with. Um, but typically, um, when I find an earthbound, it's, there's another low uh, energy person, demon, uh, uh, being, entity that is actually holding that, uh, that, that ghost there, that person that, you know, wants to cross over but can't for whatever reason. I've encountered several times where I go to a haunted place and, you know, there's uh, energies that are calling out to be rescued, basically, to be relieved of their bondage. Um, and they, you know, and I asked them, well, you know, just look at the light, look up, see the light, and what, why can't you do that? And it's like there's this bridge between them and the light that is being guarded by some low energy, and they let me know that that's the reason I can't leave. So we like to go and clear uh, those energies, and, you know, it, there's usually portals and vortexes and things that are opened by people who just don't have any clue what they're doing. Exactly. You know, so we have to go and clear those and close those and yeah. fill that with the divine. And, um, you know, because we need to balance out this planet. We're not going to balance it out by ignoring the energies that are here. No. And yeah, so, you're right. You're right. You know, I just, I just feel like that if, if I don't open my energy up to it, then they're not going to come knocking at my door. Yeah. You still experience the low energy side uh-huh. effects that most people experience. Oh, yes. And so there you go. They're, even though you think that, you know, they're not going to touch me, they still do. And, like, if they can't get to you um, because you're protected, they're going to work through the people around you. Mm-hmm. And that's how they work. They infiltrate. They, they go through whoever they can to get to because they know. They know. And we always, like Christina will let you know, too, she's always having to up that um, sage and mixture that she's doing because they know how to work around the things that we now mean. try to do. Yeah, exactly. So we are in constant. Yeah, we are in constant, you know, just, all right, where are you? I don't even have any expectation when I go in. It's just, okay, I'm going in. <laughs> Spirit's going to guide me and direct me on how this needs to play out. And we're going to do whatever Spirit, you know, guides me and directs me to do. And typically it's just, you know, removing. We have to learn how to become that, that lighthouse and become that open living vortex so that we can transcend the low energies that are around, if not just send them next well, we need to remove them from this planet. Okay, so how can we, how can we, just learning, you know, just opening up and just learning about spirit communication and recognizing their presence around us, how can we prevent, is there a way to prevent mm-hmm. these lower level energies well, from not now. infiltrating? Not now. Not now. Christina and I just had an experience when I was at her home last week. And we clear out every day. Christine and I live in that clearing, knowing 24-7 mm-hmm. 
However, however, we experienced poltergeist activity in her house. So, you know, we didn't, you know, we don't freak out and go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what was that, what was that? You know, we get up and we clear. <laughs> it's like, because it's constant. And uh, you can't prevent what is constant in, in permeating on this planet. It's Solana, everywhere. Solana mm-hmm. and I had literally a candle that hasn't been lit at all blow up. It flew across the room and blew up in a billion and trillion pieces. Mm-hmm. A white candle. Wow. Yeah, we used we used for her wedding ceremony and hadn't used it again. Was sitting up on the bar, and the first time it flew twenty feet across the room, almost you know hit Christina where she was sitting on the couch. We left it in the living room on the little table there. Went on with the day, you know, cleared. Went on with the day. I was I was making dinner in the kitchen. It flew from that table in the living room back into the kitchen on the bar and exploded. It was upside down and in bits and pieces everywhere. And I don't know about you, but I've never had a candle explode. <laughs> we even tried to Google it. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I was. I never. I mean, I, I've never had a candle explode. You know, they might seep out on one side, or there's a crack, or I mean, but never mm-hmm. explode. And never from. Excuse me. Let's just start with it. Was in the living room, <laughs> and it moved. It flew back into the kitchen in five seconds, literally, because I had just turned my back to the area that it was at. And so this stuff is constant. So when you're living in a world that is just constantly being, you know, bombarded with negative, uh, low energies, um, then it's a constant to have to clear it. So we are constantly, constantly experiencing and constantly clearing. And again, we don't just clear. We take whatever's in that area. I have a video on my site, actually, under the YouTube videos. It's called the June Visualization. And it walks you through how to open up your own living vortex. You know, with the understanding of your chakra system and your energy system, and that mm-hmm. you're that vessel. We're vessels here. We're all warriors and vessels to balance out, bring peace and harmony, not just to ourselves, but to things and everyone around us. And otherwise, it's not going to change. We're going to just keep repeating the same generational bullcrap and go through the same generational side effects of who we are and not being able to operate in that knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's even going to get more. Uh, it, it, there's even more. It's more negative energies today than there ever has been. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting more phone calls today than I ever have in my life. Not just today, but the last few weeks. Um, Solana was here, so I'm kind of on vacation. But now I've got to catch up. I've got four houses to go clear. And, um, and that's that's the point I want to make, Christina, mm-hmm. is that if you suspect that you have lower level energies in your home, mm-hmm. and you're not experienced at this. Mm-hmm. Call a professional. Call mm-hmm. someone who has experience in doing this, mm-hmm. such as, you know, Christina, continue with your clearings that you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you want a, a clergy. If you can't get your clergy, then, you know, call a paranormal investigation team. They usually have someone on their team that can do that. A lot of teams do. Or look for a psychic medium that has um, experience in smudging and clearing. Um, I also suggest that if you have something dark in your house, don't let them use just sage. If they're going to just use sage, you're wasting your money. Mm-hmm. Because all sage does is make them laugh and go hide for a little while. Sage is ridiculous. It's good for little residual negative stuff that we bring home every day or our kids bring home. It's good for that, but it's not good for the big dogs. Um, so don't, sage is a joke, guys. Laugh at it. <laughs> anyway, um, so... But well, now, here's, a, here's a question from the chat room. Do you think there is more of these lower-level energies because we are opening up more, or are there more lower-level energies becoming more bold? Well, bo- well, they're becoming more bold. They're becoming more immune because there's not enough people like me that keeps upping the ante, okay? So everybody and their mama out there saging, and it's like... <laughs> it's almost really? like becoming immune to it. <laughs> they yeah. are immune to it. Sage is a joke. So you have to always be amping it up, amping it up. And I had learned this in my meditations with my, my, my guides. They said, you know, you've got to amp it up, add this, add this. I'm constantly adding to my, my, my mixture. And that's why it's, it's sought after all over now. People, I, as a matter of fact, I got an order for two, for, from two different people today. People want my mixture. I don't sell it to make money. All I ask for is, is shipping and handling. I mean, I want to get it out to the world. Okay, so I tell us about stuff. your mixture because... Um, it, it's incredible. It's your negativity remover kit. It is. It is. And, and I'm going to tell you what's in it because I hope everybody would make it so I don't have to ship it. 
But I'll tell you what it is, and you've always got to be amping it up with something different. You might want to add sweetgrass to it. You might want to add this to it. I just recently added tobacco, um, um, tobacco uh, pure tobacco oil to mine because Native American Indians, mm -hmm. I was talking to one actually that said that they use this in their rituals and in their clearings. They use tobacco. Okay? And I put that, and then energy is like, oh, what the hell is this stuff? <laughs> um, so, I didn't. so, you know, I mean, I'm always amping it up, but right now I'm using, always use the main ingredients, which would be your frankincense and myrrh and your sage, absolutely, frankincense and myrrh and sage. Then, of course, your sea salt. Very important to use your sea salts as well. Um, you want to use a, a pure, and I'm talking pure organic jasmine oil. Um, that's a very important component to have in it. Your tobacco, your pure zero milligram oil, you could buy it at any of these tobacco shops now. It's just a pure oil. Um, you don't want the nicotine. You don't need that. But just the pure tobacco oil. And then you want to use, and it, it's really hard to find, but you can find it at purpleplates.com. You have to ask for it, purpleplates.com. But it's black tourmaline powder. Yes. It's actually the tourmaline stone that's been put into a powder one of the most protecting black stones known to man. It also absorbs negative energy. Absolutely, that's what it does. You're right. Oh my God, this stuff's amazing. It's like my gold. Okay, this is. I would rather have this than a piece of gold. So I have that that I put in it. I have my Palo Santo wood, or AKA uh, holy wood. Mm -hmm. um, I shred that up and put in it. And so I have uh, holy water from the Vatican that's been blessed from the Pope that I put in it. So those are all the components that I have in this amazing substance. And I'm going to tell you, they run when they see it. They don't like it. And it's just $11, guys. Mm -hmm. $11, including shipping and handling. So, you know, 11 bucks, and yeah. you, you cleanse your home and you're good. And it lasts. It's super, super concentrated what I send you. You want to add at least five to six, seven, eight cups of of crushed up sage to it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to add more sage to it. It's very highly concentrated, but it's cheaper just to send just the concentrated amount and then you guys add the, because um, I got it was at my cost as well, because I'm really, the stuff's expensive to make, but I want to get it out there to the world. And I want you to know too, if you people are making this, amp it up, do your research, find out what else people use for clearings. Okay, you could put some sweet grass in it next time. You know, give it a two or three, four months, add something to it. Just keep adding. You can even delete something and add something else. And the idea is to raise your vibration. Yes. Raise the vibrational frequency of your home. And one of the things that I do is a lot of you have heard of the singing bowl. Yes. I have a an antique Tibetan singing bowl. And I just take and I, I give it a good gong. And you can feel it. You can feel the energy just going whoosh. And then I sing the bowl for about maybe three to five minutes. Just, you know, make it hum and sing. And it's amazing the shift in the energy that takes place. Because you figure, you go about your day, you interact with people, and what do you do when you come home? You drag that mess into your house. All that energy that you've picked yeah. up on during the day, you drag it into your home. The same as your family drags in their mess. And before long, you've got a pile of poo-poo caca. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. energy-wise. And so that's why it's very important to always be conscientious of clearing and cleansing your home. Mm -hmm. Wow, we could we could talk well, about this subject forever. Oh, I know it. And there's one more yeah. quick little thing I do want to say, if I can. There's a lot of people, I know you get a lot of listeners. Your kids are all going to be trying this, and that's Charlie Charlie. Okay. Everybody, uh, you could go to the downloads right now on YouTube, and then just, just yesterday there was over 50,000 downloads on kids playing Charlie Charlie. And what Charlie Charlie is is, is, a, is a new made-up game that has went viral. It was even on our news last night. And what happens is you put two pencils in a cross crossways on a piece of paper that you put yes, no, yes, no. Now, you ask Charlie, you say, Charlie, Charlie, Sorry, it says, Charlie, Charlie, I command you to come up. What you're doing, these kids are doing, they're conjuring up demons. Oh, it's the dear. intention. It's the intention of conjuring up these demons. And the pencils move, and it'll say, yes, I'm here, or whatever. It's actually the pencils, and that they scientifically prove why that happens, whatever. I don't care about the pencils. What I care about are these kids are conjuring up these demons. And Solana could probably tell you more about it, but it's very, 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 very dangerous. It's going to cause anarchy and all kinds of horrible things. A child here in L.A. was killed was killed yesterday playing that game. The kids made it move. It scared them. The girls jumped up and ran out the door screaming. 
the little girl ran out in the street screaming because they were just being little girls and playing and having fun. I am a car hitter and killed her. Oh, my dear. That's so sad. It is very sad. Well, you know, this is a subject that I feel like we need to keep talking on, but we're at the end of our show, guys. This has been amazing. Next month, we're going to be talking about the shadow people. So our roundtable discussion will be um, the shadow people. And I'm actually thinking about revamping the show a little bit and taking it away from doing weekly readings to maybe doing some discussion-type shows where we talk about things that need to be talked about. Okay? Mm -hmm. So um, it's time to go, guys. Thank you so much for listening in tonight. And uh, join us next Friday, 8 o'clock p.m., for the Live with Bell Salisbury radio show. God bless. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. And thank you guys for joining me tonight. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Mm -hmm. You have been listening to Live with Bell Salisbury. With Bell Salisbury and Gina Wedlake. Listen in each Friday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern for more spiritual guidance and metaphysical topics. 